Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. It's uh, actually a privilege to be here. Thank you. Uh, we're just so blessed that uh, you have supported us. I mean, it just amazes us how much you have supported us over the years and continue to support us and bless us and uh, we're just so blessed. I, I don't know what to say. We're just so blessed by all of you. And we just want you to know that we really do appreciate all, each and every one of you and all that you do for us and for our family. Uh, for those of you who don't know our family, I'll maybe introduce a little bit. Uh, is the PowerPoint ready to go? Uh, what happened to the pictures? Pictures are gone, so maybe I won't introduce my family. Did you see some pictures? No, that's part of my message. Well, I had pictures. Don't know what happened to them. Okay, so anyways, I had pictures of, um, uh, we take care of Kaku's uh, mom and dad. Uh, Her dad's 89 and her mom's 80. Three, 80, 83, and uh, we take care of them full time. And then for those of you who don't know, uh, Adrian Mueller and Daniel Sager are our children, and I know they're quite involved here, and we appreciate you taking care of them. Uh, we've missed them a lot, but we're always uh, encouraged and uh, confident that they're being well taken care of here. So I guess I'll get into my message since I don't have any pictures to share with you. <laughs> So today I, I wanted to talk about God first. So let's, uh, let's read this verse together. Can we read it together? Sure. It's in uh, Proverbs 3, 6. Let's say it together. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Amen. So I want to talk about God first. Let's pray as we get into the word of God this morning. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Just pray that uh, it would just be planted in everyone's hearts today, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would just plant, plant your words in our hearts today and that everyone would go away with something from this message today, Lord. God, bless each one and bless your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I think in our, in our minds we know that God demands to be first, but sometimes getting it from our mind to our hearts uh, can be a little bit different, right? Um, how many would say that any way that we can make God first is a good thing? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about some, uh, one particular thing in a way that we can make God first that maybe you've never heard before, but hopefully you'll be able to uh, relate to it and get the word. I know Pastor Cameron knows it since my kids uh, apply it to their lives all the time. <laughs> um, think about it. What does it mean... Why does God demand to be first? Is he insecure? Is that why he demands to be first? No, of course not. But God knows that the more that we can make him first, the more our lives will go and be fruitful, go better and be fruitful, right? Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. So what does it look like to make God first in our everyday lives? How would you answer that question to others who maybe don't know God, if they ask you, how, how do you make God first? How do you make God first in your life? How does God want to be first in our lives? And there's so many ways, if you really think about it, 
and I don't know if you have or maybe you have, God gave his first to us. Is that right? He gave Jesus his son so that we could have life. So his very first he gave to us. So wouldn't you think that he would want us to give our very first to him? I think he does. In America, we have a saying that, you know, I think in America, we used to say, <laughs> I haven't lived here for 24 years, so I'm not sure what you say in America anymore. <laughs> but we used to say, if Jesus is not Lord of all, then he's not Lord at all. Do you still say that? Okay. Jesus said it this way. He said it in Matthew 16:25. He said, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Is that right? Yeah. So the more that we can give up our lives and to him, the more that we can find life. And that's our goal. I mean, I want, my goal is to find life, yeah. right? I want to I live in him and surrender everything to him so that I can have life each and every day. Who we are and what we have all belongs to God. Is that true or false? Who we are and what we have all belongs to God. That means your favorite shoes are his. Your favorite computer, your favorite car, your favorite whatever, you fill in the blank. What's your favorite? It all belongs to God. It's all his. And how we use it then matters to him. Yeah. Is that right? right? How we use our things matters to God. Not because he's insecure, but because he knows the more that we can allow him to be first, the more our life will be fruitful and successful. But I believe there's a, a, a principle that relates to God first in our lives that, that most of us probably have never thought about or maybe never even heard about. Um, there's not, I don't believe there's a lot of churches that talk about it because this principle affects the pastors. And most pastors don't like to... Uh, preach about things that affect them personally, especially when it means they get something. Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So no matter what we do, we do it through faith yeah. in Jesus. Amen? Amen? We have to do it through faith. If we do it out of a command from the pastor, we do it out of a command from others, you don't find life in that. Come on. Actually, you find just the opposite. But right. when we love God and we have faith in his word and we do it because we love him and have faith in him, we find life that springs forth out of our lives. So what is this that I'm alluding to so far? It's called first fruits. I want to talk a little bit about first fruits. In Proverbs 3, 9, and 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Many of us, I think, in, in being a Christian, we lump tithing and offerings and first fruits, we lump them all together. Right. But, but I believe there are blessings that come individually through tithe, giving of tithes, giving of offerings, giving of alms, and giving of first fruits. There is a special blessing that comes through giving of first fruits. 
First fruits is more, more about honoring God with the increase that God brings into our lives. And I, I will talk a little bit about my children, but not much, but they are one great example that I love to use uh, concerning this in, in the uh, area of, area of uh, increase. So let's talk about what do children learn right from the very beginning of life? You give them a new toy and you put them around other kids and what's the first thing that comes out of their mouth? Mine. It's mine. <laughs> and that's how we grow up, learning. It's mine. But first fruits and, and honoring God with the increase is, is really all about stewardship of what God gives us. And stewardship on one hand, stewardship means all that I have, all the stuff is God's, it's his, and we are just stewards of that. Is that right? Yeah. Where ownership says, it's mine, I get to do with it, whatever I want to do with it, because it's mine. And that's many times how we look at our stuff. We look at our stuff, well, it's mine, I can do with it how I want. Well, up to a point, you can. But up to a point, it's actually God's, and right. he decides how we use our stuff. And he's actually very interested in how we use our stuff. Many times we sing, I surrender all, right? Some people sing, I surrender all, and then others sing, I did it my way. <laughs> you know, I did it my way is a very popular song in Japan that they sing at, uh, how do you say, karaoke. I don't know how to say it in English. <laughs> Karaoke, is that how you say it? Karaoke. Karaoke, yeah. So in karaoke, <laughs> that's a popular song. I did it my way. I hate that song. <laughs> I don't want, and everybody wants me to sing it because I'm American, you know, but I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it God's way. I want my life to represent Jesus here on earth. I want to do it his way rather than my way. So how do we use, so how we use the increase that comes into our lives is very important to God. Actually, how you use your stuff is a reflection on your relationship with Jesus. Come on, amen. Can I say that again? How you use your stuff is actually a reflection on your relationship with Jesus. Yep. How we use our stuff is a window into our hearts. Because God is always interested in our hearts. He's not interested in our stuff, but he's right. interested in our hearts. And our hearts always tell how we use our stuff. Right. And so God is always interested in how we use our stuff. And in the Bible, all through the Bible, first always belongs to God. No matter what it was, first always belonged to God. I think this is a huge principle in God's kingdom and God's economy. First is never ours. And what God does with it is totally his choice because it's his, not ours. Sometimes we want to offer something to God, but we offer it with conditions on how we, want, how we think we want or God wants to use it. But God, but God says, everything first is always mine. In Romans eleven sixteen, 16, says, For if the first fruits is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. When we make our first increase 
holy by giving it to God, then he makes the rest of what we have holy. Go back to the day when the Israelites were farmers, what would they do? They took the, the, when, the when a sheep would have their first lamb, it was, it was God's. They would bring it to the temple and give, it to, and give it to the priest to give as an offering to God. Believing that after that first lamb was born, all that God would cause that sheep to be more productive and to have many, many more lambs after that. Think about Sundays. Uh, I know you meet on Saturdays now, but for a long, long time, for many generations, Christians always met on Sunday mornings. Why is that? Because Christians believe that by giving God the first day of the week, they would be more productive and more fruitful through the rest of the week. And so God always wants our first, always to honor him in the first things in our lives. The same with the, the fruit trees and the planting of, of grain and wheat and rice or whatever they planted. They would always take a first of the harvest and give it to God. God installed this principle so that we would always be reminded that he is first. Because he knows that as we can, you know, I keep saying this, but as the more that we can put God first in our lives, the better our lives will go. It's just, that's just the way it is. But the reality is that so many times we don't really let God be first in our lives, especially when it comes to our stuff. And how did we get that stuff? Because we had increase in our lives. Is that right? But if God is not first, then by default, he's not really at the center of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be typical Japanese, you know. (laughs) And the other principle that goes along with putting God first is this law of multiplication. Because everything that we give to God, he always multiplies it back. Think about his son. He gave his son, Jesus Christ, so that he could multiply many, many back to him to fill up his house, to fill up his kingdom. He gave his son so that we could have life, so that there would be a multiplication that would come back to him. And that law says that whatever is given to God gets multiplied. And that's what sowing and reaping is all about. You sow something good, God's going to multiply it back to you. You sow something bad, God's still going to multiply it back to you. It's your choice. Is that right? This principle of multiplication and principle of first fruits, they work hand in hand together. Uh, Think about Jesus and the little boy who brought five loaves of bread and and three fish. Mm -hmm. What happened? It was multiplied back to feed, uh, if you think about it, they only record men, but you, it wasn't all single men that were there, right? It was actually families who were there. So it probably got multiplied back to about 12,000 people. So God always takes what we give and he multiplies it back. So if you want to see the increase God gives you, be blessed and keep increasing, then we need to give our first to him out of that increase. First things must be dedicated to the Lord. First things must be dedicated to the Lord. Jesus was the first fruits that we could be, so that we could be multiplied back to God. 
In Romans 8, 29, For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And I, that's what I referred to earlier, is that when Jesus, when God gave his son Jesus, it was so that we could be multiplied back to him, so that we could find life. Mm-hmm. So anything that's not given first is always lost. And that's what I referred to earlier. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. No matter what we try to hang on to, we will eventually lose it unless we give God his portion first. The first fruit portion of anything really is the redemptive portion. Oops. Okay, let me say that again. The first portion of anything is the redemptive portion. Once you give the first portion, everything that is after that is redeemed. It becomes holy and protected by God. And I think I read this earlier again too, for if the first fruits is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. God takes what we give to him, the first part becomes his, but then he multiplies it back to us, but he also protects what's left so that it can be multiplied and increased even more. So why... I already did that. See, I, every time I come here, I don't follow my notes. <laughs> okay. Bringing your first fruits to the Lord is an act which states that God gave me this increase. I will honor him by giving the first part of it to him. And that way I'm acknowledging that he is first in my life. And I'm by faith believing that he will multiply something back to me that could not be multiplied until I gave him the first part of it. Does that make sense? So the first offering is always, the first fruit is always based on the increase that God brings into our lives. So I guess I'll use my kids as an example. Um, their first job, their first job that they got, their first paycheck they got, they gave the whole paycheck to their pastor. In Japan, my daughter actually gave it to me because she felt that I was her pastor. My son gave it to Pastor Scott in Yokohama because he felt like that's where God wanted him to give it to. And, and Pastor Scott is our leader in, in Japan. And so then they gave their first paycheck to the Lord, believing that God was going to bring them favor at the workplace and favor in the job that they had. And both of them received raises, both of them, um, and then it carried on. When they came to the States and they both got their first jobs, they took their first paycheck, and who did they give it to? They gave it to Pastor Cameron. And Pastor Cameron's like, what is this? <laughs> but, you know, they could tell you better, but my... I know my daughter, she got a raise, she um, got a, a better job, she got better hours. Uh, my son also got a job, he got, he got raises right after that. He just continued to get increase after increase in favor at the workplace. And uh, I know, I don't know, is he here today? Yeah. Not yet. Next. He does fine. He does fine. I think he comes to second service too. I think he was here last time, last week's second service. 
But I probably shouldn't talk too much about him. He gets too shy when I do that. <laughs> but uh, he had some interviews that I believe, uh, even now as he graduated from Western, uh, he got some interviews that he didn't really understand why he was getting that interview. He felt that he wasn't even that qualified yet for that. But they asked him to come in for the interview. Wow. So, I, you know, God is just continuing to give him favor after favor. So, and I've alluded to this, who receives the first fruit? Who receives the first fruits? In Nehemiah, it's very clear. In Nehemiah 10.37, it says, To bring the first fruits of our dough, our offerings, the first fruit from all kinds of trees, the new wine and oil, bring it to the, the priests. And in Leviticus 23.10, so speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priests. God uses the first fruits to bless the man of God who represents him here on earth. And I think God uses the first fruits to not only test our hearts towards him, but to test our hearts towards our leaders. Are we willing to give our leaders what God commands us to give them? Are we willing to take our first fruits and give it to the pastor and say, here, this is yours, you can use it however you want to because God has commanded me to give it? Are we willing to do that? We should be if we follow the scriptures. Yes, that's true. But how many, I mean, I've read statistics in, in America where I think less than 20% of people actually tithe in churches. You know, so teaching about putting God first in this area, you know, could be a big step for many, many of us here. My church, I, I've never taught this message anywhere but my own church. And I haven't even taught it in my own church uh, for quite a long time until just uh, a couple months ago, I think. But we have seen many people in our church who have applied this principle and they have gotten raises, they have gotten, they've, they've gotten favor from their bosses, uh, they've been able to get Sundays off, where in Japan, you don't, if you're supposed to work on Sundays, you have to work on Sundays. Um, but we've found that many have found uh, such favor that they've been able to get even Sundays off. And uh, other people have had to, not very happy about it, but <laughs> we've been very happy. <laughs> Moses wrote this down. Paul talked about it. Jesus demonstrated it. And so I'm teaching it and I'm preaching it not to try to get something from you except what God has for you. I'm not trying to preach this so that, you know, Pastor Cameron won't go in debt anymore, you know. <laughs> but I'm here to help you attain something that maybe you've never thought about before. And it's a way that acknowledges that God is first in every area of our lives and that God is first in our increase. Before we buy stuff to use for ourselves, we give God a, his portion first. And that's what I want you to get today is just that any, air, any way that we can acknowledge God as first in our lives is always a good thing. It's never a bad thing. You can never outgive God. You can never outdo God because he is God. So I'll just end with this, Proverbs 3, 9, and 10. It says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, 
so that your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. That's my desire today is just to see you. You know, for me, it's hard to preach this because you are the most generous church that I've ever known. Pastor Cameron is the most generous pastor that I've ever known. And so, but there is another blessing that is yours to have if you can put this and apply this into your life. First fruits. God always demands to be first in our lives. And so no matter what area of life that we can put God first, that is always a good thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you.